0: Welcome, lovely listeners, to another enchanting episode of Buzzing About Romance, the podcast, oh, no, where we delve into I the heartwarming world of love, passion, and everything in between the pages. I am your host, Becky, and joining me for this episode are Jenny, Leah, and Amanda. Welcome to oh the podcast. God, I can't. I can't. what can't you do oh my god i can't my (laughs) face is so
1: red because i can't stop laughing she
2: didn't even get like three words in
3: (laughs) because i read it earlier (laughs) and so like i just honestly was waiting to see what tone she used when she said
0: it (laughs) i am going for my delilah tone next week just you delilah. oh no not next week because next week we have actual guests <laughs> the week after oh yeah
3: we can't do it then
0: watch out i'm bringing delilah back in the soft bubble delilah. bath voice <laughs>
3: you know a lot of people listening probably don't know who delilah is probably because
2: well, we're old she,
3: because we're old she's still around
2: i think is, is she, she still around yeah i mean who
3: listens to the radio
2: exactly i'm like for people that listen to the radio
3: (laughs) again our age though our
0: age okay segment time it is gretchen's corner the romance term of the week
3: this is true we should just call it gretchen's corner gretchen's corner
0: Uh, This week's uh, term of the week is Black Romance, which is really a good one to bring up because I do Mm -hmm. think that this is one that there can be a little bit of confusion on. I agree. So um, Black Romance defined typically refers to romance novels or stories that center around Black characters and explore their experience, relationship, and cultural backgrounds, It is a subgenre of romantic literature that focuses on characters of African descent. If one of the characters is biracial, it would be referred to as a multicultural romance or interracial romance to encompass stories featuring characters from the different racial backgrounds. Because the focus is heavy on the experience of the characters, you should seek out stories written by someone who has that same experience. The key is for the story to be respectful, authentic and well-crafted in its portrayal of the characters and their relationship and even their cultural backgrounds. Um, So uh, books, Gretchen then asked if we could give some book recs that are black romance book recs. So I have a couple. Um, Fumbled by Alexa Martin. Did anybody else read that? It's a football romance. The audiobook's phenomenal. Highly recommend it. Uh, the, I think na- I have. the neighbor, the neighbor favor, the neighbor favor by Christina Forrest. Real by Kennedy Ryan, which we all read and loved. Um, well, and the audiobook is amazing. Amazing. Absolutely. Holding by Alexandria House. Again, amazing audiobook. Um, and an all black hockey team, I'm telling you so good. And the audio is in hoopla. Um, my girl crush Wesley Shabon reads, <laughs> reads it. Um, and then inevitable <laughs> seduction by Christina C Jones. Christina C Jones is my current obsession. I have like three other audiobooks of hers now that I need to read. Um, the hookup plan, which is book three and the boyfriend project, by Farah Rakan, is also black Glove. And then I downloaded the other week a new um, novella, "We Never Go Out of Style" by Tan- uh, Tanzania Glover, and it has this. Oops, well, it has this really pretty cover. They don't have oh, eyes. I saw that um, one. Well, sort of they have eyes. She's wearing a veil. Anyway.
3: Well, but do they have like side eye? Like they have slits.
2: Their
0: eyes are closed, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah they have Wait, slits. that's
3: the one they're like kissing or something, uh-huh. isn't
2: it?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: There's totally eyes there, but like the way that this the image is done, like you can get away with like the line. Like yeah. they paid for eyes.
0: The audiobook is really, really good. It's she's um a Hollywood dresser. And he's like um, a Hollywood star, and they have a history. Fun. It was really good. Anyway. So now on to our episode. On to the episode. Okay. In the realm of romance novels, we often witness the captivating dance of hearts and discovery of soulmates. But what about the bond formed beyond blood ties? Today, we're unwrapping the layers of affection, camaraderie, and unconditional support that comes together to create beautiful mosaics known as found families. Whether it's a group of friends evolving into a tight-knit circle, a ragtag team facing life's challenges, or an unexpected alliance that blossoms into something profound, the idea of found family adds a special touch to our beloved romance narratives. So buckle up as we embark on a journey through the pages of novels where love extends far beyond romantic entanglements. Get ready for heartwarming tales, unforgettable characters, and the joy of discovery that sometimes family is not just something we're born into, but something we find along the way. Today's episode is all about the magic, the magic, guys, a found family. In the world of romance novels, stay tuned because love knows no bound and neither does the family we choose. Scene. I mean, Just kidding. That's a good one. It's good. It like somebody's yeah, put good. their degree to work. Listen, I am here for you, Leah. You have inspired me to do these intros, these segments bigger and better each week. You're Welcome. I mean, are we?
3: (laughs) I don't know. That's why it was more of a question than a scene.
0: I mean, everybody's just laughing.
3: I mean, that's what we're here for, really.
0: (laughs) That
3: is what we're here for. The laughter.
0: The laughter. uh, We're a rom-com, Amanda. (laughs) In case the question (laughs) comes up, we're a rom-com. Yes, Yes. we will not be having heavy, heavy uh, thoughts here today. Although, okay, so let's... (laughs)
3: I mean, it's still early.
0: It is. Well, hopefully nobody cries.
3: Wow. Whoa. There might be tears of laughter. Right.
0: Yeah. Nobody crying. Um. Okay. Let's define found family because this is a quandary for me.
3: Why is it a quandary? Well, <clears throat>
0: okay. So I asked this later in my category sections, but we'll go ahead and just start it right now. Found family is one of those, I feel like almost every book we read has some element or aspect of found family.
1: Yes. I would agree. Yeah.
0: So, because, you know, if you think about a girl gang, a girl gang's a found family. It is. But I guess what we need to know is what defines found family because one of the questions that I asked was do you think a DNA family series? can have found family elements, or is that different? And what I'm thinking of is, if you look at Carrie Ann Ryan and the Montgomery's, or Carrie Ann Ryan and the Wilders, and the way she writes these long, complicated family series, as people get married and add a significant other, they're kind of brought into the family. That's not their bio. That's not their DNA family.
3: I think it depends on how the introduction and the relationship of the significant others translates. I feel like you can have a DNA family and the significant others, like they have a good relationship, but you don't feel that chemistry between them that you do in other types of found families, like ones where like that connection and that dialogue between them adds, like, more of an element. Like, the Wilders, like, yes, like, the women have really good relationships, but they're... I don't... I wouldn't consider that one found family, because the basis of, like, their story is the family relationship.
0: Yeah. No, I don't disagree with you. It's just... It's one of those where I think the concept, I just think the concept of found family is actually really broad. Because even if we look Mm -hmm. at, like, Catherine Cowell's series, like this Lost and Found or Tattered Mm -hmm. and Torn, those books all take place around a group of siblings. Right. And they bring in their significant others, and sometimes the significant others have connections to other members of the actual family. So is that just growing the family? Mm -hmm. Or is it found family? Because in the eyes of, say, the heroine, the one that was her parents or or her dad was the head of the prepper cult. Like, Mm -hmm. for her, this is a new family. It is, but the, the, the basic
3: cushion, the basic... DNA, basically, of that series is the familial bond between those siblings. Like, if it wasn't for that, that series wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So I feel like that's where, like, you get that DNA family with found family elements instead of, like, found family dynamic. Because, like, the the sibling relationships are a much bigger part of that than adding in that exterior person
0: so amanda i'll pose this question to you do you think that the foundation of the found family needs to be friendship based in order for it to be true found family
1: i think it depends like because when we talk about like the family series i think it's just it's how you feel when you read them because i would say like take marie johnston for example like her oil barons to me like the additional you know the the girlfriends or like the significant others like i don't look at them as like a found family like because they don't have that tight bond even though two of them are friends but the mm-hmm. way she's setting up the new one with the you know is it the oil nights, yeah the oil nights, oil nights yeah like <clears throat> the three significant others so far are like they're much more tight-knit so mm-hmm. like that kind of feels a little found family-ish to me. So I think you can have I think you can have a DNA family with feelings of found family, but I wouldn't necessarily categorize it as a found family. So like if I'm shelving in my Goodreads, like that's gonna be a family <laughs> series to me. So I guess I would I would say that it, it more needs to be like a group of friends really for me to to put it on my found family shelf.
0: So Jenny, you have you read Jay Salmon's... Um, her Edge of Chaos series. I have not. You've not read that one, okay? Because I was going to use that as kind of an example of two of the characters in that series. Um, are uh, are siblings, are you know brother and sister, and so does that change? You know, only two of them are family. So then, with the whole of that series be found family because they all have these interconnecting but it's also a professional based relationship more than a tight but
3: it was professional by choice though wasn't it it was so i mean that's something too like but why like like the co-worker aspect like the professional aspect and i know we're just kind of jumping around like the groupings here but like is there a reason they came together as co-workers or like in that professional setting or was it they were kind of forced into it then the bond came after the fact or did they create the, the setting because of a bond that they had going into it i feel like that like kind of changes the dynamic of it as well
0: so jenny what yeah up- i think it. oh go ahead
2: oh no, no i think ahead. it's the level of support like um what kind of support you're getting from the people that are in your found family um if they're just like the person you can call and go to coffee with or are they the person that like hey um I need to go to the hospital can you take me or take my kids like you know there's different levels to bury
3: the body yeah that's
2: yeah yeah um so you can like I'm close with my sister-in-law but she's probably not going to be the first person I call to like bury a body it's me um, it's me
0: is who she's calling to bury the body well, we already got a
2: plan so. that's
0: true <laughs> we know where there are pigs it's all safe it's good um <laughs> Amanda's like what am I doing here
1: <laughs> I grew up on a farm I know where the pigs
0: are <laughs> <laughs> see? see um Okay, so Jenny, elements you expect to see then in a found family romance. If I hand you a book and say this is a perfect example of found family, what are you seeing? Also, can a standalone romance be a found family if we're not getting yes. a whole series of the characters? Right, right. I think it is harder to have
2: a standalone that is found family. It can be done, but it's tricky because you got to mm-hmm. build like I said, that support, like, um, sometimes you can start with the group of like like maybe three or four people, and then they kind of like accumulate people as they go along. So there's kind of like that already built-in like level of support. Um but yeah, I think it has to be a series and that you have to see like the relationships outside the like romantic relationship develop like you got to see them They can't always be with their significant other interacting with other people
0: yeah well and i think that that sometimes gets lost i think romantic love and what found family love is sometimes get lost even if you have two kind of lost souls that come together and are going to have the hea that's just romantic love There has to be some kind of community, some kind of foundation, some kind of network of humans that are there to help them. And they have to work and function as a group. I honestly believe one of the best examples of found family is um, Menahaven. I knew it. That's why I didn't put it on (laughs) my list. Well, I wondered um, I wondered if you were gonna have it on your list, Amanda. You Actually it, I I'm
3: surprised have. it took this long to bring it up.
1: But it is it, is, you, it is a good Jenny hasn't is. read it
0: because she sucks. I've not um I mean Jenny is disappointing Whatever. Um claims to be my mess my best friend, but question. Hey, I get I'm getting out of the Jeep though. So that's right. You get to get out of the Jeep while I go over the edge. Um or maybe she's poisoning my dinner in June. We don't know.
3: Anything is possible. Anything is possible. But yes, I agree.
0: So Haven is the epitome of example of um, a found family. There is no connection tying these men together truly. I mean, there's just... they
3: want to just- They want to be with each other. Yeah. I mean, they have history,
1: but yeah. I mean, Ax, what is
0: it? Um, Axel and Axel and um, Jace. Jace. They were best friends growing up, and their moms were best friends. Yeah, so that's the that's the original. But that's like the basis of it. Yeah. Yeah, and the moms raised their boys together, Um, but there was nothing tying them to each other. But then they Mm -hmm. built this whole world and community and home. You know, and then it went to business. Yeah. So I mean, it takes place over seven books, but by the end of book one, you a hundred percent know that these people are ride or die for the rest of their lives.
1: Oh yeah.
3: Well and that's the thing. Like you have to have that ride or die element. And like sometimes like when it's just the DNA family with those added significant others. You don't always feel that ride or die. Sometimes you do, and and I love that. But sometimes, like, you don't have that, like, I'll bury the body for you.
0: So, interesting question posed. Best friends are found family. I don't think always they are. No.
2: Not always. Particularly,
0: so I look at... One of those family series that's kind of in question of is it found family, is it not found family, is Lexi Ryan's Boys of Jackson Harbor. Mm -hmm. Because the boys and the sister are all the Jackson siblings. Mm -hmm. Um, But many of the heroes, well, the heroines heroines are best friends with the heroes. And the heroine, the one sister, her hero is their best friend but Mm -hmm. that's really just a family series
3: well and the dynamic in that series is very different than a found family series like there's a lot more tension yeah that you don't often get in the found family and i feel like that's that's a significant like piece of it too because like family series like there's always like that Not always, but sometimes there's that underlying tension of the siblings that you don't necessarily get in the found family and the significant others often like get stuck in that tension unintentionally because that's what happens with like a spouse. So, So that's where some of that dynamic changes with it.
0: Do you think family series, Amanda, have more tension and angst than a found family series yes
1: I think that well the ones that I read typically do um I think you get a little less of that tension in a found family because these are the people that you're choosing you know and you can't really choose your family so mm-hmm. and then also you grow up with that dynamic of growing up with each other which you know
0: there's, there's less kind of there's less history too there's yeah. less bad blood yeah,
1: I agree.
0: So here are some just subgenres that I came up with that I think we tend to see found family in most common.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> um, so first up, I think one of the easiest to identify found family in are sports romance because you have that team dynamic. But I don't always think so because mm-hmm. as I was looking at, you know, found family type dynamics and i was looking at sawyer bennett's pittsburgh titan series not all of those have found family vibes because especially with this new book they're but i
3: think i think with titans though like the the start of the series was completely different and so it's like you're rebuilding that like so say it had like she had had the crash happen and the series started five years after the crash, like after the team had, always, had already rebuilt, I feel like you would have a different dynamic than you do during the rebuild itself. Because everybody's still reeling from it. Like they're still in the present. So had there been a time gap, the found family element would feel different.
0: But she's also writing a book, like the coach's book. We got the owner's mm-hmm. book. Now we're getting the general manager's book. It's almost like two camps. So, you know, I read Callum, and we'll talk about it later, but it definitely has found family vibe because he has no connection anymore. He was raised by a single mom. He has really no connection left to her. So Pittsburgh is his home. Pittsburgh is his family. Mm -hmm. But that's there by work. Yeah. So... um. Okay, so sports romances that have found family vibes. Um, do you have anything?
3: Elise Faber does really good found family in her Breakers hockey series and her gold hockey series because of the dynamic. Like, I've said dynamic like 17 times tonight already. I will try to find a new word. Do
0: you need a thesaurus, Leah?
3: Clearly with the relationship that she creates with these two teams and the way that they engage with, with each other honestly especially in the gold it's like the gold gossip chain text that you get and it, like nothing can happen without everybody knowing and so like she does that found family vibe really really well in her hockey series i mean really in any of her series that doesn't have dna family she is actually very good at but those two like definitely stand out
0: um what about you amanda what do you got for sports
1: so i did i did the uh lightning series by tracy wolf even though it's only the three books um with the down and dirty and um Rough and ready. I I I felt like those three guys were like really tight. Like I felt like
0: that. Like, is, yeah,
1: like they feel like family.
0: Well, and it's interesting too in that one because we talk about how the Titans doesn't even though there's like a shared trauma. Mm-hmm. San Diego definitely that Tracy Wolf series definitely has that really dynamic like team. Look, I'm yeah. using the word dynamic now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It has that strong sense of team. Yeah, it
1: does. And the three guys and I'm just blanking on their names right now, Tanner and um forget the guy in the first one. But yeah, I, you just feel like they're really good friends because big things happen in especially in the first book and the other two guys that are in the, you know, that are on the team, like they're there. They just show for up. each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jenny what sports romances do you have that you found found family in, and what is it that brings them together as found family?
2: Um, so Cambria Herbert, her hashtag series would probably be my like number one found family, but a lot of her sports and non sports have found family like is really big with her, and I think it's more of like um, there's this outside element that like. The significant other can't always be there to support the main the other main character so you see their best friend step in and that
0: relationship develop more i went with gina Aziz's boston hawk series the first two books or three books technically are some blood relations in them but by the time we get to torren's book which i think is book 4 um it really defines found family and you really and that's the interesting thing too i don't think you can use a book 1 to define it as a found family series
3: mm, i think it's really hard
1: well are you talking about just in sports cuz Because we were just talking about the Haven, like book one, you tell it's you can tell it's a foundation. Yeah, I'm talking just in
0: sports, just Uh, in sports. sports. I'm sorry, yeah, just in sports. I'm just talking. I I think with sports, like you can
3: kind of start building that foundation of it, but you really get the gist of it, like. As the series progresses. And I think that was one thing Gina did really well in her Boston Hawks, is she really used that sibling connection like to build the foundation of everything and then built on that. But even Danica's um hockey series, she yeah, her Bulldog series, like there's some sibling connections in it, and like you so you have those elements, but like those like that's kind of a byproduct of like the series itself but i feel like danica really like creates a good found family world in her hockey series too
2: well and sometimes the team like creates like the i don't know the environment to to develop a found mm-hmm. family right like they're usually like a sub sub group of
0: characters from the, mm-hmm. the yeah team. No, I agree. And it and it's you really do many times in these found family series. There is one or two siblings because we have to have a sibling's best friend romance like. It's true. It just happens. Um, but again, I think that that's part of the reason that I didn't pick mafia romance to give found family wrecks because inevitably those are all blood ties,
3: well, but if they're not blood ties, like, there's blood ties, like, you know right. what I mean?
0: Um, okay, so romantic suspense, it isn't all romantic suspense. All romantic suspense does not have found family vibes, mm-hmm. because like we said, we talked about Tattered and Torn series from Catherine Cowell. That's blood and DNA family, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So we're looking specifically when this is team or security force, which is kind of also the same as like coworkers. Yeah, yeah, in like a men sense. in arms. Mm-hmm.
3: But it- well, but go ahead. It depends. Look, as Nissa Catherine, her first series is her Project Arma series. Now it's found family, but these, like, this group of guys come together because they had, like, had been taken and genetically altered. And when they escaped this project, like, then they created their own, like, firm and gym and all that stuff. But it's, like, their shared trauma is what created their relationship. Like, the basis of the relationship for their, like, series. And, like, they bond in like, who they are, because they were all in the military. They bond over that, but they also bond over what happened to them.
0: So so is that something we have to see, Amanda, then? Is, like, a shared trauma or a shared bond in order for it to be found family?
1: No, I don't think so. And, I mean, no one's going to be surprised, but Briley Edwards is obviously my romantic suspense one. So she starts hers the 707. Um, And they were just in the military together. And when they got Mm -hmm. out, they formed a security force. Um, They didn't have any trauma. They just decided to settle down um, in a small town and well, not really small town, but outside of the base in Georgia. And then so that one, even it starts out like found family with these four guys, and then it spins off into all of their children, which Mm -hmm. kind of creates a family series. And then that spins off from their significant others into another found family series so she's going think, all
3: over the place yeah,
1: i mean yeah it's like i mean you go from one to the other so but yeah i don't think it has to have be a trauma these guys just kind of got out of the service and decided they were going to go into business together there was no trauma
3: yeah mm-hmm.
0: uh jenny do you have a romantic suspense found family wreck
2: um cyber security by april white and the smarty pants romance I'm still trying to get becky to read <laughs> i haven't read it yet i haven't um and that's when you see like the found family <clears throat> develop from the like first book on like they're not i mean some of the characters
0: work together but they're not hanging out together until um i i would say for me under romantic suspense i had two but it, it kind of the first half of the series starts as family family <laughs> But then as the series continues on, you find out it's this whole big security force, this whole big security company. Um, and I'm talking about the KGI series by but Maya Banks. But we still don't
3: get the one book that we need.
0: But, I mean, it is brothers in arms. It is, mm-hmm. but it's women in arms too. Like there are women snipers and sharpshooters and...
3: Um, well, and I think that one, the way the, the series progresses it's like the older siblings and there's a gap and there is like the found family ones come in and then like some of the younger siblings come back so like she kind of bounces around with that one so like the the feel of that series is more found family because it's not like family 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 then the rest. it's like family family other people family family no sister
0: no sister well and
2: that might be like an element of it, like it can morph, right? Like right. From mm-hmm. one to another, like you might start out with the DNA family, but by the time you get to the end
0: of the series, they're more found family. Yeah. Um, the other series that is on my list is the underground King series by Aurora Rose Reynolds. Oh yeah.
3: Oh yeah.
2: That's Those one. three
0: guys have nothing, you know, connecting them, but business and the desire to keep, their women safe. Mm-hmm. Um and so, I mean, but but that's who you're calling to, I'm calling Sven to bury the body. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm calling Keegan to shoot someone. <laughs> I mean, so um I don't
3: know. I think Kai would be more apt to shoot somebody. Do you think? He'd be a little more sneaky about it. He
0: might be. Um so yeah, I I think Aurora Rose Reynolds, the Underground Kings series, is a really great example. Not necessarily security force, not necessarily a team, but it is romantic suspense and absolutely Mm. has found family vibes.
3: Well, and I think that's the thing. Like, for romantic suspense, you don't necessarily need to have that team element. Like, you can have the team essence, but still not have it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Heather brings up, which I had, my other one was the Fury brothers by Anna Hackett. Mm-hmm. So they're not really brothers. Okay. You know, they, they grow up in their um, foster brothers, foster yeah. brothers. So they all get put into the same foster home. And then when they get out, they adopt or they, they all change their last name to Fury and become brothers and they all have different businesses and whatever. And then they're kind of, you know, they're taking care of their extended family down in New Orleans. And it's definitely a suspense series or whatever, but they're definitely brothers by choice. It's not a mm-hmm. DNA. Not a DNA thing yeah, they, they're not a they security all, force.
3: They all do different things. Like they yes. all have different jobs.
1: One's a club owner. One's a bounty hunter. One runs like a finance group. And I yeah, forget what the other one, can't one does. Wait till this book comes out. Oh, oh, he's a trainer. He's a boxer. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for that one. Mm-hmm. Yes. So,
0: so <laughs> group of coworkers for found family. And I actually am using, um, The What Hurts Us, Heals Us, um, Saves Us series by Maggie Gates. They all don't necessarily work together. Some of Mm -hmm. them do, um, but they work within that same first responder. I don't think. Well, and I guess technically the hero from book two is the brother to the heroine in book three. So there is some blood, but it's found family. Like there's no outside of, you know, the crazy uh, BJ. <laughs> She's their age. <laughs> BJ, just wait, you guys. Uh, what uh, What saves us is the book club pick. And BJ's nuts. It's a force. She's nuts. But I think that's a great, that's co-worker. And I do think that when we look at first responder romances – like firefighters and stuff like that, we tend to have those sense of found families.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. It's yeah, again, that like, you, you've you done some, seen some things, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay. Amanda, what do you have for group of coworkers that are also found family?
1: So I'm going to ask Jenny, Jenny is, you don't have Melanie, do you? No.
2: Oh, I, I have her on my list, but I have, others. okay. For I'll change judge. one then. That's fine, I
0: no, can change no. it. <laughs> just we can say more than one book. You can say several books. I wasn't <laughs> okay. like trying to stunt you to one choice. <laughs> no, no, I just didn't want to if,
1: if that's who Jenny had, I didn't want to like no, steal I, it. I have, just a, I have steal another it. really steal good. Steal it, one.
0: Jenny. Take it.
1: Steal it, Amanda. Okay. Steal it. So I have Reynolds Restoration by Melanie Moreland. Oh, see, that's not even the one I had. So. That's not the one you had. Okay. So there we go. You had, mm-hmm. All right. So, Jenny yeah. and Bam. Yep. So I mean it starts out with just really just Max. And then, you know, he brings he builds his team when he brings in the other guys. And I think they definitely they definitely become found family.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. Especially yeah. those scenes where all the children are there now and yeah. Every celebration, hundred percent. Well, and that's
3: the thing. It's like the like the kids in that series like really like create like a stronger bond between like the adults there too. And I think that's an element that is interesting to see too is how they interact with the second generation
0: yeah um <clears throat> leah what do you have for co-workers
3: um so jennifer hanks has a spin-off series from her uh demarcos it's called elite security so two of the brothers actually opened this firm And the series is all of the employees underneath them. So like the brothers had their books in the original series and then, but they, it's like a security firm. They, they work in the gray sometimes. Um, but it's the connection that they create like with each other and with the, the family them, like of the original series themselves that really creates this great, like it's just adding on to the, the DeBarco family and as a whole.
0: Okay. Jenny.
2: Um, Synergy office romance by Michelle McGraw. Um, So Jackson and Cooper, like start up like a tech startup when they're in college. I think it's six books. Yes. Um, People have a really hard time, like keeping office life at home and, romance life yeah like keeping the two separate i should say um and so like you see it develop like as they each like pair off and how um the relationships impact the relationships afterwards
0: i had an idea in my head and i lost it i had another idea for a co-worker um anyway
2: wow. yeah anybody well, else bam.
3: bam bam by melanie Bam is yes. a good one but Bam Jenner... is great. becky hasn't read bam
0: i've not read bam yet i am making my way through melanie moreland but apparently i have to go back now and read every stinking epilogue before the end of june like i'm not gonna even read because the whole you're... book i'm just gonna read epilogues
3: because you're going to die that's a lot of... in the I mean, epilogue that's... if you don't
0: that's a lot of, lot of work it is a lot of work I a lot of books but this. John
3: Lane does the uh, narrations so. I know there you go I know uh, But no the BAM series is really good so it starts out with like these three friends who started the business and like they like have been friends for a long time but they they all have kind of traumatic backstories and they bond over their like not shared traumas but their traumas their past and then it kind of it builds from there so it ends up being a seven book series I think
2: Yes, and then there's the spinoff, which is like the ABC Corp, which is mm-hmm. like all their kids. Not all their kids, because no, there's like, like
3: thirty kids.
2: Yeah, she. That was the series that she's like. I just had to.
3: I had to stop. There's but many. yeah, so but it's it's really good because like you get that core like three, but then they like as like they get significant others and like the building or the business grows, like their found family expands as well.
0: Okay. The one I was thinking of was Nora Roberts, the wedding, the bridal series. Dang it, Becky. I had that for another one. Oh, well, you can use it for another one. <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. That was the only one. I had that one under shared space.
0: Oh, it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. A, I even have wedding planner one as one of, of for, the prompts.
1: You do have yeah. wedding planner as a prompt. Yeah, that was the only one I could think of for shared
0: space. Um, so it's Yeah, but I also think that that's one that they're co-workers too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um. they're also childhood friends. So, well, and there, so I think sometimes it's easy to identify found family when there are no parental units still in play in relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, because, and I don't know where you would put this one, but like Krista Sandor's nanny series. I
3: have that one on my list.
0: I do too. For what?
3: I just uh, have it there because I think it's really great because <laughs> they are these four guys who are in these this unexpected new reality and have bonded over their new chaos. Rather, Madeline has created their bond for them. So they're a forced found family. <laughs> but it works. I, I mean, there's this more of a situational one where it's like- Shared space? Well, like shared- situation like it's not even shared space because yeah,
2: like, like all the heroines
0: her- are friends like, the, right? like the her- they know the heroines each other are too. four
3: friends yeah
0: yeah so is this Liz, and, but it's, like new thing it's just the situation
3: it is just the situation. but it's if but if and they is, had not all have been all a of a sudden parents the dynamic it's of a the, a dynamic the, the situation. change of their situations <laughs> Then they, like, their relationship and friendships would not have occurred. Right. But by the end of, and at the beginning of a the series, they don't really like each other. So. Like, they do not get along. They do not. Those but by the, the end. Or,
1: but by the end, like, they're ride or die. Yeah. So. I also had, like like, outside of, like, the norm. Like, you know, we're just talking about, we just added, like, I added, like, college friends. Because when you're talking about getting away from the parental units, like I think those like bonds like that people form in college because that's like their mm-hmm. first situation outside of parents.
0: Here's and then they stay? Again. Yeah. The situation or the dynamic. Oh, did I say? yes. So yeah. Okay. Um, do you think a small town, we're totally going off script now. Do that's you fine. think small town leads more to a found family dynamic?
3: Not always. Because I think it's the I think it is depends on the town.
0: I didn't know what to do with Butterfly By You by Lexi Blake.
3: I wouldn't say that's found family though. Because there's they're more just friends. Okay like i love that town i love that series but you
0: don't think that's but i found don't family. feel
3: like there's that found family connection like there is in her masters and mercenaries okay like i feel like the the dynamic
0: and the situations
3: in the situations are different they're gonna be the
2: lookout while you're digging the hole
3: yeah but they're not necessarily i don't, necessarily yeah, I don't feel hole. like yeah. i mean they have otis they don't need to dig the holes right.
0: the but i don't can
3: just eat i i don't i feel like book to book like you can you can separate those books
0: out like i don't feel like you have over. to
3: have like one like you could have the hero and heroine from book three and they can be separate from everything and I feel like the story would still be really well done but you don't need those other characters like it just they're friends
0: that's fair no I think that's fair it was just one that I think there are some of the books that have a found family vibe but Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like it was definitely it's it's like, like that
3: toes the line
0: yeah Okay, so my next suggestion in an area in which we see found family are rock stars. Now I have to bring up a quandary for myself here before I get to the wrecks. So one of my favorite rock star worlds is Lauren Rose Morgans, but because that encompasses the Reed Rivers, and um, the oh crud, just the smitten, and there's several sure. others. Swoon, and then Rockstar, the one that's called Rockstar. Well, he's a right, Morgan yeah. brother. Oh yeah, but okay. So, but yes, there is that core of the Morgan family, but the rest of but the you members. You could one
3: off those, and it would be fine.
0: Yeah. So, and I feel like those are found family because they just keep adopting. Like once you're like, if you look at Reed Rivers, he's an ass in the Rockstar book but you get his trilogy. He's still an ass in his trilogy, but by the end of his book and by the start of smitten, you see that he, you could call him to pay someone to hide the body. Mm -hmm. Well, he's a billionaire. He's not getting his hands dirty. He doesn't
3: need to get his thousand dollar loafers dirty.
0: Yeah. I think he might want to though. I mean, he would, I mean, he's kind of a, he's kind of an ass. He probably would. Um, I don't know. I just I felt like that was a series that is rock stars and there are on my list too. absolute found family pieces
1: because you can take Smitten and Swoon totally separate and do those as found family by themselves without even connecting them to the rest right. of the.
0: Well, if you just take the 22 goat books, which are rock star, Swoon, Smitten, yeah. oh, it, those three feel very separate all on their own. Well, but I
3: don't think that you necessarily need to have like a huge grouping of books to have that find, found family vibe because this one you might argue with, but Allie Martinez from the Embers, yes, they have a shared trauma, but they create their own family unit before their relationship starts. True. Like, and it is, it's a one and done, like there is nobody else around them. They don't have support. They don't have anything like they have each other. Like and their kids and but and then there's no books like that surrounded either. Like it is a one off book, but they've created this completely new element in their world.
0: Well, and I kind of felt that way about mixed tape by Brittany Cherry. Oh, that's a good yeah, one.
3: Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I agree. I didn't even think of that one.
0: It's found family. I mean, her parents are trash. Yeah. And together, even before, because that's the slowest of slow ass burns people. But it
3: works.
2: It makes sense.
0: It does. But the slowest of slow burns.
3: But if it hadn't been the slowest of slow burns, then other things would have happened and we would be angry at it. Probably.
0: But that definitely, there becomes a community, a care. Mm -hmm. You know, those are the people. Between the two of
3: them, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and kind of the people that come out of the two of them, too. You know, like, Mm -hmm, the connections. Um, okay, Amanda, Rockstars, do you other than I already stole the Morgans from you, so oh no, that's
1: fine. Um, I was also gonna say before I give my rec too that I think Rock stars creates like a a unique instance where it can also feel almost like family that you that you're stuck with because in some instances, like you get band members that are mm-hmm. not exactly like they may not have been someone that you chose. like you may get like management brings somebody in or somebody else brings somebody in i think it, or, it creates
3: or they like go that. downhill and you want yeah. to kick them out what's the
0: ally uh styles one we read jenny That that um, which happens one did we read we read the... or... west i can
2: see the cover
0: west or something northwest rising or something? Rising, west. rising west rising
2: west yes yeah it's rising west um
1: so i think it just creates like a i think it creates an, an a whole new like set of circumstances when you get with rock stars but i had so mine was industrial november
0: oh biophilia oh, that's a good mm-hmm.
1: one martinez because i i don't know that those guys like always like each other and no, you know not. there's a lot of toxicity together and they're forced to be together because they're making music and
0: but the women have oh yeah to come together even mm-hmm. in book three even though she's like like hazardous waste toxic train yeah. wreck.
3: <laughs> yeah, well it's okay that, by the end. And
2: it, that's like found family in the in the sense that like for the family's benefit, like if you're looking at it as a like as a band, like, dude, yeah. you gotta say, stay sober. Like I need you. Like we need you. So like yeah. we're invested.
1: Growth. Yes.
2: Yeah. Like I mean, we're not always happy with our real family,
1: right? Yeah. So that's why I was saying like, like the rock star element makes it almost like your, your DNA family.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, Zeo Axelrod's The Lilies. It's absolutely mm-hmm. found family. And, but there's also shared trauma and shared expectations that come into play so far. We only have two of that series. So I'm still waiting for the next one. I know. I well, just got wait one
3: forever in a year i her. know i know um amy um a.l jackson her falling Stars series but amy amy serious, does yeah. found family fairly well she has dna family but like there's always found family elements in her series too but like that series is definitely a really well done found family with like the rock star element to it as well
0: um julie chris has a series called the road kings and it's a really interesting take on rock stars um Because they were popular, but they were never like a grand band. They all kind of, they disbanded
3: because
0: they were always like a midlift and they had a bad reputation about them. And then they come back together now for like a reunion tour and have greater success than they've ever had. But they have all these different challenges now. Um, And that's a really good... Uh, f- example of found family that you don't always found family. I think can take time away from each other and come back together. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to constantly be in each other's business right? Um, for found family to work. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. So next we're doing shared space. So someone mentioned ship crews, um, Like on a boat, I guess well Who's or like alien
3: abductions oh, she's saying like oh. Oh, that's well cause sick. Anna Hackett like her Eon Warriors actually her Galactic like Gladiator we're all out on a series. boat
0: and we're a crew no oh, yeah. so like in like, this I'm Anna like Hackett series
3: like <laughs> the women like end up going to the other planet and it's like their share like they create this found family like bonding because they have been basically kidnapped from earth and are like dropped into a world that they literally know nothing about yeah. But even like Ice Planet Barbarians, like the like the women like crash on Not Hoth or wherever the other one that they have. And it's like they create this family of their own because they don't have anybody else.
0: Yeah. And I didn't think about that. Susie's saying ships, and I'm thinking like are we on a cruise ship? Who, who well, wrote a Stacey cruise
3: ship? Well, said, race? I think most sci-fi has found family, especially one grouping of people was abducted or the race is dying off.
0: Yeah. Um, so shared space. And I would say this is a singular book that is a great example of found family. And that is Her Favorite Jack-O-Lantern by Rebecca oh, Renick. I feel like that's a great example of found family. I like that book a lot. Um and then my other suggestion is uh, any of Stacey Kennedy's, like, her Phoenix series or her Club Send series. Those are all sex club based. Um, but they're not only calling you to hide the body. There's, you know, they're like claiming to be the naked man in the picture in the tabloid at the secret sex club so that they can cover for you so you don't get found mm-hmm. out. Like, they're pretty badass like that. Anyway, uh, Amanda, what are your shared space? The
1: only one I had was the Bride Quartet by Nora Roberts. So that's, good. I, that's the only.
0: So here's another one, because I made you read one of the books in the series. And the next book comes out at the end of the week. Uh, the Carolina Classics by Karen Gray. Oh, Because they're all yeah. on movie set, TV sets. It's TV sets.
1: That's true. I didn't even think about that. but Yeah, that's a really good one.
0: Because they're all like childhood friends. That have kind of messed up family, and now they're getting, like, Hollywood people into there. Yeah,
1: and they're all tied to this movie movie set. Yeah, that's a really good one. I didn't even think about that. Um,
0: okay, I'll let you have that one, too.
1: Thanks, <laughs> you know, let me have that one. Yeah, I don't – That's that was all I had.
0: Leah, what do you for have that. for shared space, sex club, wedding planners? Well, I feel
3: like an MC romance is often found family, and they have their shared spaces, like their clubhouse. So I have Jeannie St. James – She has actually multiple like MC romances, but then I also have um, where did it go? I don't know. Lane Hart, um, her Savage Kings MC, because like they like sometimes there are blood relatives in the MCs, but like they're like the bond itself is over the MC. It's like itself, like the motorcycle club.
0: So, um. Jenny, what do you have for Shared Space Found Family? I got it's a single book, Next of
2: Kin by, you know, Bo and Young. That's on my list too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're sharing an apartment. Like, I mean, that's pretty much the premise of the book. Like, he yeah. needs a place to live and she needs income. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's such a great book. If you guys haven't read that or out on a limb yet, what are you doing? Go read them. The audiobooks are in Hoopla. They're really good. They're really good.
1: I believe you. I just have to fit it in somewhere. Well, if I would stop making you read other things, you mean? Yes. Yes. Or I would just stop going down rabbit holes because that's really just what's happening to me when I have free time.
0: So, um Rabbit holes for the best. Well, and... Mm. I was the crazy person the night that I had the interview with Hannah, and she was like, Yeah, I think Friday is the last day to get the original out on a limb cover. I ordered it Thank twice. Thank you. So now, because <laughs> I was at first, I was like, Jenny, did you get a cut? She's like, Got it. I got yep. it. I bought <laughs> one that night. You bought one that night too. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I think actually, Gret- Gretchen actually recommended, um, that same book. When I asked people on Instagram for found family, she recommended, I think both of those
0: books. They're really good. Um, let me see. Do I have any other shared space? No, not really. Um, okay. And we already talked about, do you think DNA family, is there any found family romance that you didn't get to talk about that you really feel we need to make sure is mentioned in a found family episode?
3: I mean, I have a lot, so I'll just make a blog post. You just make a
1: blog post. You do like
0: one each. Yeah, you do just like one or one or two. Yeah, each. go ahead. Yeah. Tell me what do you have.
1: <clears throat> so I had the Tuesday Club by Lulu Moore. Mm-hmm. So it's three friends. It's a billionaire series, but you read the suit, right? I read well, you the read first the secret two. and the suit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're three friends who get to be friends in college, and it carries on into their adult life. And they're best friends. They all do different things. Um, They're like ride or die for each other. And then on top of that, like their significant others create like a girl gang with each other. And that carries over into the baseball series. And they, you know, they continue the girl gang into the baseball series. So it's a, it's a really big tie in with found family. I think from, from the college group, which was like the other thing that I had on my list. And the other one, which is also college friends is the ladies who brunch by Harlow James. So it's the four girlfriends who get to be really close in college. They stay friends. Um, They're all in, I think it's San Francisco. They're in a big city too. So, um, and then they just kind of like go through all life together. I mean, some of them have okay families and some of them have terrible families, but it's like when, when they need something, they're calling each other. So yeah, those were my two like big ones. And they were like, the only thing that kind of tied them in is they were like college friends.
0: Um, yeah. And see, it's interesting because I never felt that girl gang feel with Lulu. And I just felt like the guys were friends with that Tuesday club, but I didn't read the third book. So maybe the third book.
2: Yeah. And because so the, the third first book, is... book has
0: the heavy of his family mm-hmm. in it.
1: So which ties into the hockey series before. Right, right. So, yeah, you don't get the the girl gang kind of starts in book one of the baseball series. Okay. So and it carries through. So just through kind that of way. like her
0: world has some found family. Yeah, vibes. I think and I
1: think it's mostly mostly those those two together.
0: Yeah. create that found family. I just I thought that that's interesting cuz that wasn't necessarily the vibe I got when I read it. So and I do think there's yeah. some subjective nature to the idea of found family. Mhm. Um okay, Leah, what do yeah. you What were you going to say, Amanda? I was just say yeah, I agree with that. Um Leah, what do you got for found family that we didn't mention that's part of your list that has dynamics and situations?
3: Okay. so I have Gemma Westbrook, which is Janice Whitaker's um romantic suspense name and her Alaskan security team rogue. The all of the men, like they work together. like they create a bond um in the team, but it is the women that actually are more of a found family element than the men in this series because like the men like they bond over their like manliness and all those things but like the the women and the girl gang that she creates in that series is really like the the best dynamic
0: so i've read two of those does it take time then to come with that dynamic for the women yeah
3: it does i'd say by like book four is where it really like starts to build because you like you have to wait till there's more females there. So like she just wrote the last book in that series. Like she's spinning off into one of the other teams. Um, But by the end of the series, like you definitely feel that found family, like girl gang vibe, because like it is the women who bond, the women who like rule the world up there. I think
0: that's one of the things with hard with found family. Like I felt it in book one of Menehaven Haven. But mm-hmm. oftentimes it does take.
3: It sometimes takes some time to, to build and create.
0: Um, so okay, Jenny, what else do you have found? Family that you're ready to be shocked. Um, yes, I'm gonna. <laughs> I have thoughts, I but go for it. Yeah. You got.
2: yeah, Uh Knitting in the city. By <gasps> I that Penny one too. Reed. Yeah, I mean, they are a group Shocking. of knitters and a crocheter that um. They're just an odd group of people. Like, I do not feel like they would become friends um, just, like, walking down the street or yeah. meeting at a coffee shop or something.
3: It's true, because they're an eclectic group.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're they're odd.
0: So, Amanda, have you read Wrong and Right and, I can't think of what the other one is, by Jana Aston? Have you read those? No, I haven't. Cause so to me those are similar to like that um, to the Tuesday Club, and I questioned whether or not they were found family because there is a girl gang. I don't feel like those ones. You don't get. I don't think you get the
1: found family in Lulu's until book three. Okay. Because there's a lot of big stuff that happens in book three where you where you get more of that. Like these guys are like ride or die for each other. Like like past their friendship, and then that's when.
0: So, do you think in Found third... Family, as I'm posing a question, we're supposed to be like wrapping up? Oh, whoops. No, it's okay. Do you think that it's more like it can be just the girl gang or the guy, the guy gang, or does it need to be everybody kind of comes together mm-hmm. as the ride or die? Can it be segmented like that? I think so.
3: I think it needs to be one significant group, like the men or the women. I don't feel like it can be a mishmash of like all of them, like that found family. I feel like it has to be one full set of heroines or one full set of heroes where it's like there can be some overlap, but the core of the group needs to be one side of the relationship.
0: Because like with like sports teams, it's going to be the athletes, Right,
3: typically, yeah, but like in the Vengeance, though, like with Sawyer, you have like the athlete side, but you have the girl side as well, and it's like there's two separate entities yeah. that overlap well, when they need to.
1: Yeah, and I think even Jocelyn's in her Dark Knights, like the the three heroines are they mm-hmm. form their own little tight knit group. Yeah, outside of the team, too. Yeah, I don't know. I think it. Should, I think it maybe just depends on how you feel when you read it probably no. yeah mm-hmm.
0: and i'm not trying to say anyone's book is not found family everybody's book can be whatever oh, yeah, really you want it to be <laughs> oh it's like a micro
3: no, trope like yeah, like...
0: <laughs> yeah. It can, it can i think
1: yeah it just anything. depends like what you're reading yeah mm-hmm. and like you said i think a lot of books can be found family to somebody
0: yeah i just right. i just wonder like i don't know how many books does it take to be found family
3: <laughs> i think it just depends on the the series and the author and the way that, like, the characters are portrayed.
0: Would you say in a jam is found family? It's a single standalone.
3: But it's a fake relationship that, like... I like, mean, there's cr-
2: a DNA element to it, but... Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but,
3: like, if it wasn't for that fake tough. relationship, like, they wouldn't have had the connection that they did. So I feel like...
0: But they become a gang. I mean... And I feel You're like, but, and their love is more than romantic love. And she has her friends, her girlfriends.
3: I feel like that one's. I'm just in the gray. I'm just
0: ask. I'm asking because you know we need to talk. I about can all the see things. why some
3: people. I think that some people would say yes, like uncate like categor, categorically yes. And I wonder if we had I more books that. in
0: that. If that was like a series. If we had more books. Possibly. If we would think that it was found family. Yes, I think so.
3: I agree. I feel like it's the, the start of a really like dynamic There's, there is potential
0: <laughs> for a found family. Okay. There is
3: potential. Okay.
0: Yeah. So those are our book recs. You can find them on our on-the-shelf show notes at buzzingaboutromance.com. New segment. Can you guess the book? Each week, we will share a quote from a recent or popular Buzzing About Romance read. You have the chance to email us your guests at quote at buzzingaboutromance.com. And we will announce the correct guests on next week's show. Last week's quote, if you could be a fairy princess or a hot dog, which one would you pick? And we did give the hint that we had mentioned the author in the episode last week, Uh, Gretchen got the author correct she sent me an email and says is it krista sandor and it is a krista sandor book because who else is going to be talking about princesses and hot dogs
3: our delightful krista who's dancing on TikTok tock now
0: hot, yeah hot dog princess hot dog princess hot dog princess she needs to put a hot dog costume on and a tiara for a TikTok. tock
3: I'll text her and let her know. (laughs) You
0: should. Um, So the title of the book that that quote was from is The Nanny and the Nerd, which is book one in the Nanny Match series. Um, (laughs) Gretchen, I spent way too much time searching Krista's books. (laughs) I would have even taken the, uh, is it Sebastian Love Guarantee?
3: The Sebastian Guarantee. The
0: Sebastian Guarantee, which is... um, Phoebe's book. BB's book. I would have taken that one, too.
3: Because she is a hot dog. Princess. She is.
0: Okay, so this week's quote. The end of you and Becca was the minute you slipped a ring on another woman's finger. I don't tell him that I never slipped anything on anyone. I don't tell them anything because the only person who is going to get my truth is Becca. Here is a hint.
3: I think this is... Too easy, about yeah, it. yeah. I think it gives there's, it away. You don't think
0: yeah. I need to give a hint? I don't, I don't think you need, you need a hint, hint this no. way, okay? Okay, because
3: if you say this hint, you're gonna have like 17 people, yeah. Okay, there's your hint. <laughs> the right. hint I just want to say, guys,
0: I was gonna be the nice person and give a hint, and these I people think they said can no. figure
3: it out just by the ranting about the hint.
0: I mean. Like, even the little hint that I gave underneath, I shouldn't say that first part? No. Okay. Okay, guys. I was going to give a hint. So if you know what book this quote is from, the end of you and Becca was the minute you slipped a ring on another woman's finger. I don't tell him that I never slipped anything on anyone. I don't tell them anything because the only person who is going to get my truth is Becca. Um, So... Yes,
3: Gretchen, we will give you a hint on Wednesday if nobody replies.
0: Okay, so just email me if you think you know who, what book that is from and what author. Or if you just think you know the author. But just remember, I wanted to give a hint. So guess what time it is? It's that time. It's that time. For book. Book. Of. Book. Of. Of. The. Week. week. Book of the week time. <clears throat> um, okay, this is the only person that didn't write anything down. Do they want me to come back to them? no she's,
3: right, I, no, she's it writing right it right now, it right now. Okay, uh, she is literally
0: typing uh, it as uh, we talk yeah. jenny what's your book of the week
2: lost <laughs> me um synergy office book four which i talked about earlier um this is cooper he is one of the main like guys that started the company um and he's had some like a love interest that has not returned his feelings, um, and ends up with his assistant, who is also a male, so that like brings some tension. Okay, you're in your
0: male male era, aren't you? I am. I'm I'm enjoying it. Go you, um, Leah. What's your book of the week? I had to think um, of your my name. book of the week situation. is <laughs> Leah. Is Claim me situation. forever
3: by a.l jackson um this is book three in her time river series i finally like i finally read it i mean granted it just came out but i i wasn't in a a good headspace but this one like the cadence and the the flow of the book was a little bit different and i really enjoyed the it like it's still amy it is still like her like natural like like formula for her books but it it flowed a little bit differently. And I would, I really, really enjoyed this one. This one is like my favorite of the series so far. Oh,
0: okay. Those are big words. Um, Those big words,
3: but I really like this one the
0: most. Amanda, what's your book of the week? Okay. So um, I did
1: one of those like 12 for 12, like have 12 friends pick you 12 books for the year. Okay. So I was like trying to get new books and my friend Aaron actually recommended Pick Six by Maggie Rodden. So that was my first book by her. It's book one in her Seattle Phantom football series. Um, It's NFL. It's uh, fake dating. So, and then, but there's actually a, there's a novella on Maggie's website. It's called Defensive End that I would recommend reading first. You don't have to, but it adds like a, it adds like a whole little special element to the story that I wasn't expecting. Okay. So I really liked it. They have, um, they have really good chemistry and i'm just like i just lost their I've names heard, in my brain and i not have heard good
3: things about that series is it i have angsty? not read her either
1: it is a little because they have a they have a history and then um he is actually her ex-husband's client like um like her her um ex-husband's the agent, agent. Oh. yes oh okay. yes so it's angsty in that sense um but they're very, they have like, they have really good chemistry. There's like a whole dining room scene um. that,
0: yeah, I okay. was like, I was you like, you won't oh, look at a table goodness. the same again. So, so You're yeah, not I eating mean, dinner and... at their house, are you? Like, you needs some yeah, light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Bring out the Clorox.
0: Give me you know,
1: And it's her, her house with her ex husband, or, you know, it's like. Ooh like Even so better. you know so there's this whole like dynamic and um I just like I'm totally brain farting on what all I can
0: are. think about is the song the shaggy song wasn't me uh was it me? wasn't me was it you on the counter <laughs> wasn't me <laughs> anyway
1: so <laughs> anyway I really I really liked it like it was my first book by her and I'll definitely I'll definitely read the rest of that series that's so.
0: totally a song that should be in a romance book playlist though
3: it should be yeah.
0: oh yeah Made for Alex Romeo. Maybe that's names. a made for okay. Romeo's.
3: <laughs> oh, I like
1: the name Harper. Yeah, it's Alex and Alex and Harper okay. are the
0: names. So um my book of the week is Callum by Sawyer Bennett. I had a early um, advanced copy of It and the Audio. Jason Clark reads the audio with Lessa Lamb. some Jason Clark. It was dynamic, it's really angsty, it's emotional, content trigger warnings. Um, If I didn't know that Sawyer Bennett had had, like, a pretty big emotional year, I would have been emailing her asking who hurt her. Because the last two books have, like, really the last three have been, like, uber emotional. Because you had Bane, and then we just had Boone, and you got Van in there a little bit, and now... Callum, like, I mean,
3: she's had a tough year.
0: She's had a tough year. It's it's some rough, it's some roughness, but it's yeah. okay. It was really good. Highly recommend it. Um, it comes out in, uh, I think it's on her website later this week, and then first of March, mm-hmm. uh, for everywhere. Okay, because yeah, she
3: always does a week ahead on her website. Yeah.
0: Okay, Patreon update. like new news right we're gonna like you know um okay it's
3: not it's not gonna catch on quite the same
0: i think it will um welcome newest member susan we are super excited to have you here we cannot wait to have you join us for buzzing about romance exclusive events like book club um welcome to the hive
3: welcome to our
0: chaos welcome to the chaos. are you ready for this leah are you ready for all this i'm ready are you ready okay hang on tight people swag packs have landed hey romance enthusiast we're busting with excitement to share some fabulous news with you
3: you wrote bursting not even busting oh i said bursting.
0: bursting yeah we're bursting with excitement to share some fabulous news with you brace yourself because the highly anticipated swag packs for february have landed this month's packs were sponsored by authors Brenda Rothert, Melanie Moreland, and Cal O'Reilly. As proud sponsors of the fancy drink, cold brew, and Queen Bee tier, we can't wait for you to dive into this exclusive treasures nestled within. Each swag pack jam-packed that dirty. with romance-themed stickers, mood reader cards, and other delightful surprises will be dispatched around the 10th of each month. The best part? We're spreading the love globally, so international shipping is happily on the house. Just a heads up this awesome perk is a monthly affair. If you happen to join our Patreon family after the tenth, your inaugural swag pack swag pack will be on its way the following month. But that's not all. Hold on tight, people. Being part of our Patreon community unlocks a treasure trove of perks for you alongside these fantastic swag packs. You also gain access to exclusive episodes and the chance to dive into the captivating world of Buzzing Book Club. Hey, can I
3: just say something, one, real quick? Yes. So next month's swag pack, if I can get it to Becky in time, it's going to have a coloring page. But it's really good,
0: people. It's really good. It might not go till April because March is a little different.
3: Well, and also, I haven't finished them. I was going like, to say. I have to print them. And mail has to print them, them,
0: them, and them and ship them.
3: Yeah. Okay. So, but it's it's common, people, and it's a good one.
0: Okay. Keen on staying in the loop with all of our happenings? Check out our event calendar at bookcaseandcoffee.com slash events. We got a lineup of exciting gatherings, including happy hours, IG lives, and book clubs, eagerly awaiting for you to join the festivities. Get ready to be swept away by the romance and enjoy the perks of being cherished members of our Patreon community. Cheers to the love of romance and all things delightful. Wait, I wrote a fancy outro for you, Leah.
3: But wait, there's more.
0: There's more, we're not done but wait, there's more. And with this, that heartwarming exploration of found family, we reached the end of another delightful episode of Buzzing About Romance. Thank you, listeners, for joining us on our journey through the tender moments, unbreakable bonds, and the enduring power of love that extends beyond romance. If you jo- enjoyed today's episode, Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a glowing review. Your support means the world to us. As we bid adieu, remember that it is the vast tapestry of our lives. Our found family plays a symphony of love that resonates in our hearts. (laughs) Stop laughing. She can't finish it. Until next time, keep your heart open, your pages turning. (laughs) And let the magic of romance continue to weave its spell. Wishing you all the love and happily ever afters in the world. The end. <laughs> anyway, thanks everyone for joining our episode. <laughs> and
3: until next
1: time, happy
3: reading, everybody
1: find us on instagram at buzzing about romance or on twitter at buzzing romance if you like the podcast please leave a review if you'd like to support us directly join the bookcase and coffee patreon and receive exclusive content only available to patreon members check out bookcase coffee.com for our on the shelf show notes